very simple to play. That's why I play the game. To be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me, drives me. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk Podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I am your host, John. Very happy to be here. My brother, Junior, what's the deal? What's up, baby? Yo, man, excited. Now we're done with game four. Series is tied up. It's just getting juicy now. Uh-oh, it's getting serious. The race hey, my two boy over now. there in the six. What's going on, Jay Hizzle? What's good? What's good? That was that was a game, man. Uh, it's tied up two two, so now it's a series. Let's go, let's go. A lot to unwrap in this game too, man. What a game! What a game! Man, what a crazy game for you guys. Uh, let's just let's go ahead and waste no time and unwrap this. Just wanna just wanna give a shout out to anyone that is in this this Spotify groom. We do got a Spotify groom rocking right now. It's going live. Uh, so if any of you guys, you know, are able to get on Spotify Groom, make sure to go follow us. It's, it's at, at Clutch Talk. So get get at us on there. And, you know, if you're going to get at us on the socials, get at us on Twitter, get at us on uh, on TikTok, get, get at us on Instagram. It's at Clutch Talk 1. Make sure to subscribe if you're on YouTube. Leave a comment. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave us a ranking. But if that's out the way, my boys, my guys, can we get into this game? You guys want to talk about this? Yes, sir, but make sure to plug the MySpace page, too. Oh, no, we ain't got a MySpace, G. We, we ain't got, got a MySpace. MySpace. We gotta get a MySpace. This is not 06. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, guys, we had we just witnessed this crazy game for the Bucks just won 109-103 on Chris Middleton's high 40 points, six rebounds, four assists, on 45% from the field and 37% from three. Wow, that boy Chris out there doing some work, man. But you know what? We're going to we're gonna talk about the Bucks and Chris in a little bit, man. I first want to focus on uh, the team who really let everyone everyone down, you know. I mean, really me, you know, because I had the Suns winning this game. I know you guys both had the Bucks uh, pulling out pulling out this game for but but really me you know they let me down and I, I bet a bunch of the a bunch of fans over there in Arizona man so let's let's talk about the Suns um you know I, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off and talk about you know my initial game takeaways is man I'm just gonna go ahead and just talk about this is just ugly basketball man that was just ugly team basketball and it it it, it, it was just it was a performance from Chris Paul that is very rare. We'll we'll, we'll rarely see, uh, you know, such a great leader, veteran point guard like Chris Paul almost have as many turnovers as 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 he did points. You know, uh, at halftime, the he had more turnovers than he did points, which is which to me is ridiculous. You know, if you're going to be a leader of the team. You know, if the head of the snake is is unhealthy, the body of the snake is gonna follow, man. So you know that 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 really hurt the team. But that was just my initial takeaways. Junior, you want to go ahead and uh, and uh, and let us know your initial takeaways or your initial thoughts on on uh, on the Suns. I on the Suns. On the they Suns. should have been that's closing the game. Devin Booker should have been out of the game with four minutes to go. Like this game shouldn't have been as close as as it was. But, yeah, I mean, you hit the points. Chris Paul, you mean too many turnovers, especially a very, very crucial one at the end where he slipped and uh, and Giannis got the ball. Giannis or Drew Hall, they don't remember right now. But when he slipped right at the end of the game, like, it's 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 tough, you know. And then you see them – you see them – in the third quarter, they were actually doing pretty well and, you know, getting second-chance points. But in the fourth quarter, they turned off. 
D-Book picked up his fifth foul with 10 minutes to go. He had to sit until the five-minute mark, and then he should have picked up a six with four minutes to go, but somehow was able to stay in the game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't even have been that close because the Bucks exploited the whole put a, team, put, a, put a star player in foul trouble. They did it with DeAndre Ayton last time. They did it with D-Book. So, I mean, I'm starting to get into the Bucks now. But as far as the Suns, I mean, it's just, again, it shouldn't have been that close. D-Book kept them in there. And aside from that, I mean, it was it was no contest. I mean, he he himself put up a forty ball, so it was just it was. And it's funny because we talked about that last time. Remember, we were saying I think he will give you forty before he gives you ten again, and the next game he gives you forty, right? So so I, I genuinely, I just genuinely think that the Suns are 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 we're I'm not gonna say lucky, but they were fortunate to stay in the game for as long as they did because I think that thing was over in the fourth. Man. Man, Jay Hill, initial uh, game takeaway thoughts on on these uh, Phoenix Suns, man. Man, you, it, it's like it's it's you hate uh, hate to ever see a game get affected by officials, a game, the outcome of a game, and and keeping a team one team in it, and one team getting all the calls and the other team getting no calls, and that's unfortunately what we saw tonight. I think there was a lot of calls that went in favor of the Suns. I'm not saying that's what kept, that's what made it a close game but you know there's some calls for both teams but the Suns got a lot and I think that kept them in the game uh, most of the way I, I didn't think they deserved to be in the game a great game as John you mentioned from Booker as we expected you know superstars bounce back never want to have two games in a row and that's what we saw and from Chris Paul I mean that's an unforgivable game uh, he's waited for this this moment uh, his whole career 16 years and to have a performance like that when they need a big performance out of their one, two, or third option, however you want to label it, but they can't have that performance, a minus 10 performance. So he was he was terrible on the floor for them. Having a minus 10 overall is, is just unacceptable from a guy like him. And it just trickled all the way down. Um, Jay Crowder's best, you know, what he does the best. He was three for 10 from the field, but I'm like, man, that dude can draw some fouls. I don't know what he is. Yeah. He raised his body oh, on the line uh, and kept him in the game uh, at down the stretch as we saw in the second half. So um, it's unfortunate, but I mean, the Suns did not deserve to win that game. And as simple as that, Aiton was great on the glass tonight. Uh, that's one guy I'll shout out. But other than that, they did not deserve that win. A great showing from campaign though. Or sorry, uh, Cam Johnson tonight. So, Jay Hill, let, let, let me just ask you, because, you know, last episode, you were a bit on your uh, prisoner of the moment type thing, man. You just make sure you don't you're not you're not switching up here on me. Right. You don't got Bucks winning the series. You still got Suns. No, I, I, I still got the Suns. Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be in seven now. Uh, but I have I have changed up who I think is the best player in this series. And, and we'll get into that when you say it's Bucks time. Okay. Okay. Yes, uh, yeah. Hey, bro. We gotta give. We gotta give a quick shout out to um to Jay Crowder because if the Suns win this, he's gonna walk out of this with a ring and an Oscar. Like, man, that's 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 only only. I mean, I think only Kobe's got an Oscar now. Yeah, he's he's only gonna match the goat, man. He's only gonna match the good goat, Kobe, man. <laughs> man, Jay Crowder was embarrassing. He's he's starting to get into that that Pat Beverly realm of player. Like, man, you just don't like that guy, you know, but. Uh, I mean, I mean, like like Jay Hill said, Suns got a bunch of calls, but at the end, boys, ball don't lie. Bucks win the game. 
Man, bought on live, baby. So, guys, let me um, let me let me ask you something. That, you know, I know I noticed in the game. Um, of course, uh, Chris Paul was definitely was definitely struggling. You know, we all touched on on the fact that you know he had five turnovers, eight points. Uh, Jay Hill uh, talked about the bad the the bad plus minus that 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 Chris Paul had. So, you know, I noticed that you know a lot of times Monty Williams. Um, Kind of understood Chris Paul was struggling, so he had he he had a campaign out there uh, for a lot longer than I feel that campaign should be out in an NBA Finals game four uh, personally. So I, I I understand what campaigns bring on the offense end, but he gives up a lot on 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 the defensive end. He's he's a real defensive liability. You know when you watch the Bucks set up their the their half court offense, it always seems to be centered around getting the switch and somehow getting campaign in low posts or somehow getting any, really anybody on the court on campaign is on the Bucks team is going to be bigger than um, anybody on the Bucks team is going to be bigger than campaign from anywhere from anyone from Drew Holiday to, to Brooke Lopez. So it really seems that they're making campaign a, a real defensive liability. So let me ask you guys, like what, for what he brings on the offensive end, like he, he definitely brings a lot, but does he really bring enough to where it outweighs what he what he gives what he exposes your team on on the defensive end? Does that does that question make sense to you guys? It makes sense, yeah. And I think the answer is it depends because he's an inconsistent player. Well, sometimes he'll have some great showings, and yeah, his positives definitely outweighs his negative. But then there's sometimes uh, where that's not the case, and he'll he'll be bad on offense and on defense, and then you just that becomes an unplayable situation. I mean. I think like every player has got that kind of player. Every, sorry, every team's got that kind of player. Like, I noticed at least, I'm speaking from experience, like, Kuz was that guy. Like, sometimes you give you a great offense. He was never great on defense. But sometimes we give you a good offensive output, and it would outweigh that. Sometimes it would be horrible on offense, you know? And I think it's the same thing with campaign. He's that level of player that, that you know, it's just there are some liabilities that come with him, and there are some, some, some strings attached. And you just kind of, if you're, you know, if he's on your team, you kind of got to hope that he just is having a – on night instead of an off night otherwise you, you can't even have them on for defensive purposes you know so so when it you with you answering that question let me, let me ask you uh let's just talk about the game that he had he had he, he, he had nine points one rebound one assist on 50 on 57 percent from the field to you is that is is that where okay campaign you're making it, it to me where I, i'm i'm I want to, it's worth having you on the court. I want to have you it's on worth the court. having him on barely, right? Like 57% is pretty great, but nine points is also not saving anybody's game, right? So, so I think that it's worth having him. Like, I think I'm going to say he's a neutral to maybe a net positive slightly, but he's not a difference maker. Is that, that, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Jay Hill, how are you feeling about this campaign issue? Yeah, to answer this question, it's simple. Uh, and it's been the theme of this series so far. A star is a star for a reason. And a role player is a role player for a reason. Bingo. So the theme that we've seen so far is role players are performing at home and away, and away players, role players are not. And stars, you can expect them night in and night out to perform consistently. And role players, you don't know what you're going to get. And that's exactly what we're seeing with campaign right now. Uh, he's, like Junior said, he's streaky. Uh, he, you expect big nights from him at home. I think he feeds off the energy of the crowd, but just on a night to night basis, uh, he create he's a mismatch, especially on the road. If he's not giving you a lot defensively, he is a huge liability. So 
I think on the road, that's why we're seeing the minutes. I mean, they, they only played, if I'm not mistaken, three players off the bench. Uh, and Tory Craig only played 15 minutes. So, and campaign was 17. And the rest was basically Cam Johnson in there as the sixth man. So that rotation is going to get smaller and smaller. And we're going to see that possibly with campaign, they're only going to be playing really six players in a game. So I think they have to definitely, like Junior said, cut down on the minutes of campaign, especially on the road. Definitely, man. Definitely. I just, I, I'm just wanted to pick your guys' brain on that and uh, see, see what you guys are thinking. So I, I, I just want to talk about one more, uh, me personally, if you guys have anything Anything else uh, as on, like on the negative end that you saw from from the Suns? You guys, you know, feel free to uh, let me know. You know, just go ahead and shout it out. But as far as me, this is the only other thing, only other negative thing on the Suns I want to touch with you guys is is this is something that you know all of us has really been saying and a point that you know, Junior, you really drove home uh, in the last pod and that we've all really been driving home since the beginning of the finals. Man, is DeAndre Aiden is in, in going to work? You know, in the first in, in the first quarter, the Suns were really going to DeAndre Aiden. It looked like they were going to feed him early, man. He, you know, he got he got he got off to an early start. He uh, got off, got five shots in the took five shots in the first quarter, made three of them. And, and, and you know, he had a, he had a, a little a little hot streak, a streak going. They kept feeding them off that uh, off the pick and roll. But as soon as the first quarter ended and the second quarter came up, they immediately stopped doing that for the rest of the game. He only got two more shots and ended up with six points. Um, I think that's a huge problem. We've been emphasizing on this pod over and over and over that the DeAndre Aiden can be the difference maker if he makes Bud make the decision. Okay, if you're gonna keep Brooke out here, I'm I'm I'm, I'm attacking him, and and my guys are gonna have him on an island, killing him out there. Or if you bring PJ, it's over for him. It's it, it, even though PJ was horrendous tonight, but we'll get to that. Um, it, it, DeAndre Aiden has to make Bud make that make that decision. Uh, Heidi, I know you guys uh, agree with me, but is there anything you guys want to add to that? Um, and is there anything else you guys want to talk about the Suns? You know that that they did negatively. Well, just to kind of go on what you were saying there really quick, it's not necessarily about the Suns, but about the Bucks in the sense that, but about regarding DeAndre Ayton, both games that the Bucks won, DeAndre Ayton was neutralized. Now, I thought he was going to be neutralized via foul trouble, and that's what happened in game three. In game four, he was neutralized just by not playing well. Via but, himself. Via himself, yeah. But but you notice, like, the key to them winning is exactly that, is is being able to neutralize one of, you know, DeAndre and Devin Booker. I mean, it's a lot harder to neutralize Devin Booker because you can get a shot from anywhere. But if you can at least do a good job on DeAndre Ayton, you, 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 you take care of one of the areas that the Suns otherwise have an advantage in, which is, which is, you know, playing the big man. So I think there was a good job you know, of just keeping him neutralized. You know, as much as that might've been himself, you know, that's also, I got to give Bud some credit for being able to keep DeAndre down. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Jay Hill, how how you feeling about this uh, about this Aiden issue, man? Is he not playing aggressively enough, or what? What do you want to see from Aiden, man? First of all, I got a Mike Budenholzer. I mean, I mean, just just game plan. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously DeAndre Aiden's on the floor, uh, but Mike Monty Williams and Budenholzer. I think it was it was a chess match, and or sorry, a chess game of uh, chess tonight. So. Just for, in terms of DeAndre Ayton and Brooke Lopez, we only saw 19 minutes from Brooke Lopez. They they played small for a majority of the game, and that made things that made life 
uh, sorry, harder on DeAndre Aiden tonight, and he struggled. I think scoring on a dog like P.J. Tucker, we saw late in the game, uh, he had a hook. And I think that intensity uh, from from P.J. Tucker and, and not knowing what guard might have been switched onto him at different, certain possessions um, for Aiden caused a little confusion uh, and some unsurety. Uh, besides when he's rolling to the floor against uh, – Sorry, rolling to the basket when Brooke Lopez is on the floor. He knows he he's kind of can see it before it happens. So that uncertainty uh, can cause, you know, the performance to dip. And nine shots, like you said, like you mentioned, is unacceptable for a guy who they rely on and should be their third scoring threat, uh, as I said, as we mentioned earlier. So uh, they definitely need more rebounding wise. Uh, he was he was good on the glass. Um, so. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton, he, he needs to score and be more involved in the offense for in order for the Suns to be successful. I mean, I saw a play where he got out rebounded by 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 Pat Connaughton. Like, you should never be getting oh, out rebounded by Pat Connaughton. But, 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 but I mean, he was getting out rebounded by Pat Connaughton, and man, like I know we're gonna talk about it, but that block by Giannis, golly, man, golly. Well, we, we'll get to it, John. Lead us to the Bucks. The 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 Suns definitely, you know, de- like we've all been saying, definitely just need Aiden to to start the game aggressive, man. And, you know, in my eyes, one thing what the Suns need to do is is get get Aiden rolling really early, force that threat on the Bucks of Aiden rolling downhill and 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 put the pressure on the defense. And then as soon as that as soon as that's going and and and, and you got the defense on their heels, man. Give it to D Book in that midi game. Give it to Chris Paul in that midi game, and just and just kill him, kill him that way, man. But let's let's go ahead and move away from 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 these negatives. You know, th- there's not many positives to, to talk about with the Suns, but there but there are a couple, and there's one that I want to talk to you guys about. And I, honestly, all day since since I woke up, honestly, I've just been thinking like, please let the Suns win. Please let the Suns win. You know why? Because I've been like, man, I told I, I told my guys on the last pod, D Book's gonna go off. I know D Book's gonna go off. He's gonna kill. I want to come on the pod. I want to say I told y'all, everybody doubted D Book, <laughs> but unfortunately, I mean, he went off. He he did his thing, but you know. A, a loss is a loss, you know. Like, like a, a, people always always talk about that those seventy points that that D book scored and then lost. I mean, to me, like I'm a winner, man. Like I don't like you could score hundred points if you lost. Like, is, is why did you score hundred points in, in my eyes? But per, I mean, individually, you know, D book had a great game. So just because I've been wanting to say it, I'm still gonna say it. I told y'all, my guy D book came out here and did his thing. A forty two point game on sixty percent shooting from uh, from the field, eighty eight percent. From the free throw line, got to the free throw line nine times. My guy was aggressive. Ding, out ding, there. ding, ding, ding. My guy got was to the free throw line nine times. Aggressive, aggressive, Jenner. I know you definitely have something that you would uh you would like to talk about, Jenner, with uh, with Diva getting to the free throw line nine times. So go ahead and and uh, First, let us know. That forty two point nine should have been clipped off at thirty eight. I'll start with that. <laughs> And then no, nah, but I'm not even I'm not even hating. Like D Book did his thing. He did his thing. He went out there, he got his buckets, but but he was in foul trouble, man. Like, like part of that is, you know, teams drawing foul, but another thing is like you gotta be responsible when you're sitting on three fouls, four fouls. And you see that fifth foul, he just shoved PJ Tucker out on the back the, the back sideline. PJ Tucker wasn't even going for that rebound, right? Like I wouldn't even say shove, but like it was a foul. Like you don't 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 mess with that when you're sitting on four fouls. Did you see that sixth? 
That's six foul. Exactly. Hey, hey the rest didn't either. Hey, the rest yeah. didn't <laughs> <laughs> see that six foul. That's that's true though. But man, he wrapped the mob on that six one. Like that's that should have really been called. But but what's anyway. going on, Ben? Just uh just just j- just checking in. You know, Ben here is on our our Spotify green room. What's going on, Ben? Uh we're over here talking about this uh NBA finals game game four takeaways. Uh feel free to request to speak if you want to say anything about the game, Ben. But go ahead, Jenner. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. We're good. I was just saying, D-Book did his thing, but it wasn't enough, man. He could put up a 1,000 points if he wants. If they lose, they lose. And that's ultimately what it comes down to, especially in the finals. He's got to show up enough to for, 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 for his team to win. But the same way that we can't put it on Giannis – we can't put it on on, on D book, man. You know all those all those times that Giannis, Giannis had those forty two point games, and we wanted to blame him, but he, Chris Middleton didn't didn't show up those other games. So you know that's all we can't we can't put it on D book. Uh, Absolutely I, not. One thing that I noticed, guys, that I I want to talk to you guys about, we you know one of the positives with the Suns that I actually believe that the Suns had had relatively good defense out there. Like I believe that both teams are relatively playing 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 both. Uh, both teams are relatively playing good defense. Um, the the coming in to come coming into the fourth the fourth quarter, it was still 82-76. So you know, like in this in today's NBA, that's really not that high scoring of a game, man. You know, the the the, the fourth quarter was a lot more off uh, offensively. Uh, so I just want I just want to talk to you guys about uh, about the Suns defense. Do you, do you how do you guys feel about the Suns defense um, on this uh, on this in this game? I, I think the Suns defensively uh, did pretty well until the fourth quarter. Uh, they were they were defending well uh, up until about eight minutes in the fourth quarter, and then we saw that Giannis was starting to create, and they they get forced, you know, a lot of open shots. But I mean, Milwaukee just knocked them down. So I think that they were they were playing great defensively, and they were holding them um, within. I mean, they were up for most of the game. And then in the fourth quarter, we saw them collapse. The last thing that I, I want to talk about with, I guess, positive about uh, 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 about the Suns really is, man, I just I just want to shout out all, you know, all their role players. You know, Jay Hill, you, you, you touched on earlier, you know, campaign and Cam Johnson. And even if even if they did not have, you know, their best games, you know, one thing that I noticed about the Suns is that they, they move so well without they move so well without the ball. Like it, it, it's such it's such fluidity in the team. It, it, it's it's so much ball movement. And I, it doesn't seem like, you know, there's there's many egos on this. Uh, th- there's many e- there's many egos on this team. And so how do you guys feel about um, uh, about the Suns role players? How do, do you guys feel the same way or, you know, go ahead and just talk to me. How you guys feel about that? I mean, it's the same thing as we've been saying. It's 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 like you can perform on the road, you can perform at home, but if you don't perform on the road, you know, it's you're still getting that inconsistency. So we need they need to find some sort of role player that can actually be able to perform consistently their role in any game, any given game. But then at that point, you know, are they still a role player? Did they become already a good player? Perhaps you know a six man. So it's a little tougher, but I think it's just fine being able to find that balance of can you have your role player show up on the road. And I actually think we will see a little bit more of the Bucks role players show up on the road because I just think that it wasn't a matter of them being home or away so much. It was a, more, uh, I guess, a matter of them finding their footing in the series. 
And I think they've found that now. They strength two straight wins. They have momentum on their side. Sure, the Suns will be looking to bounce back, as always, like a team wants to do when they, you know, when they lose a game, when they lose two, especially. But um, but I think now it's going to be just a matter of them being able, the Bucks being able to kind of stop that and carry their momentum and continue going forward and, you know, try to stack up those wins, take advantage of the mismatches when they can, take advantage of putting their bigs in foul trouble. There has never, there has not been a single important buck, right? When we're looking at Giannis, Drew, or, 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 or Chris Middleton, that's been in foul trouble in four games. But it's already happened twice to the Suns and it's cost, it's cost them, you know, a pretty good shot at the game both times. So I think that they're going to have to try to up that responsibility. The Suns are, and then the Bucks are as well. And, and I think it's just a matter of them finding their footing. And I think they found it. I do still have Bucks and seven. I'm not going to go as aggressive as saying Bucks and six, but I had Bucks and seven. I stick with that. Okay. All right. So as we, as we wrap up here, guys, with the Suns, last question. And if you guys want to give me any, you know, uh, elab- if you, Feel free to give me a, a like a long, elaborate answer, but you know, give me a couple points here, if, if if you will, as to what points and what the Suns really need to focus on. You know, heading into this, heading into this game five, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and and, and say mine really quick. I think that it's taking care of the ball. You know, cannot have seventeen team turnovers. Uh, Chris Paul has to take care of the ball as the team team leader and. Give Aiden more looks. Get Aiden going. I I promise you, if you get Aiden going, it's going to get the rest of your team going. So, Jay Hill, what are some takeaways that um you you want the Suns to focus on and come into this game five? Yeah, clearly uh, they have to focus on not fouling. Um, they can't have Devin Booker and Chris Paul already in foul trouble, and then with uh, Jay Crowder, you thought that DeAndre, because of DeAndre Aiden, they would have learned their lesson with fouls. Uh, I have the same point on the turnovers as you, John. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, um, from from the three-point line, they can't shoot 30%. And I think we're going to see that change uh, going into going back home in, in Phoenix in game five. And that's why I have them taking it out already. Um, I know they're going to bounce back. And we're not going to see that, definitely not see that performance from Chris Paul at home. So uh, those, those are the keys. And I think they can fix those up. Monty Williams is a good – He's a great coach. Um, I think he should have won coach of the year this year. And I think they're going to be back in, in Phoenix, ready to play and ready to bounce back in game five. You know something, though, guys? Like, I was confident the Bucs would win game four. I'm not confident the Suns will win game five, despite being wow. at home. Really? I'm not confident. I'm not saying they won't. I'm not saying you it's the Bucks in seven. Yeah, I have the Bucs in seven, which means, which, means that, which means that the Suns do need to win one more game. And either they're going to win one game in, in Phoenix or they're going to have to win a game in, in Milwaukee because they're not winning game seven, according to me. So so I, I, I have to genuinely think, but I don't know. Like I, I felt confident about the Bucks winning game four. I don't feel confident about the Suns winning game five, but I do think they're the favorites. I do think that the Suns are the favorites to win game five, but I'm not like, oh, they're for sure going to win game five as, as how I felt about the Bucks. Like it was no, no, no second thoughts with the Bucks winning game four. And Hey, it actually did become pretty close, but, but uh, I had no second thoughts. Like Bucks are absolutely winning game four, but I don't feel the Suns are absolutely winning game five, but I mean, we'll see if they have to keep, if, if the Suns, are, if the Bucks are able to keep exploiting uh, the Suns weaknesses and being able to kind of bait them into foul trouble and other, you know, I guess, uh, uh, other other methods of, of achieving victory then i i um uh, I, I i don't know we, we could be in for a good game okay okay <laughs> definitely definitely let's move away 
from the Phoenix Suns. And let's look to the winners. Let's look to the the team that performed. Let's look to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. So uh, initial initial thoughts, Jenner. I'll go. You know, you you've go. You've been ahead and been a, a Bucks faithful for, for for some time now throughout the playoffs. So I'll go ahead and let you uh, talk about your initial thoughts from the Bucks standpoint of the, from the game. I mean, Kendrick Perkins said it. Chris Middleton is the Batman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, but Chris Middleton was balling today, though. No, no fucking way he's the Batman. But 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 um, but he's he's a very, very solid, you know, Robin. And and I think that uh he showed up today. He was the best, I think he was probably the best player on the floor today, better than Giannis, because he was delivering when they needed it, when it needed him to. Um, I mean, you put up a 40 piece, you can't put up a 40 piece and not be arguably the best player on the floor. And he was on the winning side, unlike somebody else who put up a 40 piece and lost the game. So I think that, uh, I think that, I mean, they were just doing their thing, you know, and you didn't see many contributions from, it wasn't a distributed contribution. Like last time it was more focused on Giannis and, 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 and Chris Middleton, but you still got 13 points from Drew Holiday. You still had, you know, respectable, respectable numbers. I think you had 14 from Brooke Lopez. So you had a little bit more, more, uh, um, What's the word? It wasn't. It wasn't as distributed as game three. Does that make sense? Like what I'm trying to say. Like in game three, I think everybody like had double digits, and it wasn't the case here. But you got a 40 piece from Chris Middleton that helped a lot, and 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 no, and in timely buckets, especially from from uh, Pat Connaughton. I mean, he got a Mike Green bang again. Like that's classic. So so I just just a good overall team performance, you know. And they really clawed back because they were down pretty much most of the game. I mean, sometimes it was tied, but they were you know. They were always down three, down five, you know, and it was always that, you know, that back and forth. They were consistently playing catch up. And then when D book went out with 10 minutes left, when he picked up his fifth foul, I said, all right, the bucks need to take over now because they're going to have no Devin Booker for at least five, six minutes. Right. And they, when Devin Booker came on, the Suns were up by five. So I was just, you know, it was just, I didn't feel like they took advantage of that, but then they went, they went on an eight and run, eight and no run, but someone specific, Chris Middleton went on an eight and no run. Like that's that's why I mean he balled out. He definitely deserves to be the player of the game there, the Jordan Brand player of the game, and uh, and yeah, I mean I just gotta say it's was, it was a good overall team performance, but especially great individual performances by Giannis and, and Chris Middleton. Oh, and shout out that block by Giannis too. <laughs> shout out that block by Giannis. Hey Jay Hill, real quick before you uh, before you get into your your Bucks uh, breakdown, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Teeth Goblin here who just joined uh, our our Spotify group. You know they just said hi here on the chat. Hey, you know Teeth Goblin, we're here talking about this NBA Finals Game Four uh, game takeaways. Jay Hill is about to take the floor and talk about his uh, Bucks Bucks takeaway. Jay Hill, what's the deal, baby? Jacob, what's going on? Jacob just joined the the Spotify groom as well. Jacob, what, yeah, what's you know, going on here? We, yeah, you know what we said, uh, saw tonight was what Drew Holiday said before game one, and that was that Chris Middleton is the heart of this Milwaukee Bucks team, and Giannis Antetokounmpo is the soul. And that's exactly what we saw tonight. We saw the heart of Chris Middleton uh, down the stretch getting big shot after big shot. And then we saw Giannis, the soul of the team, not not really offensively. He didn't have the, the night that he had the past two games before, but we saw him, you know, what do great players do? They, if they're not, they're off in some part of their game. They, they find ways to affect the game in other ways. And that's what we saw at the defensive end time after time uh, with that block, 
Uh, we saw that huge steal that led to, uh, you know, them coming back and the dunk to follow. And then we saw another steal, which led to a basket late in the game as well. Uh, so we saw the, those two of them making great plays uh, throughout, throughout, you know, that second half and, and namely that fourth quarter. And then we saw that the role players, mainly uh, Pat Connaughton tonight, you know, plus 21 on, in the stat in the stats. And then PJ Tucker hitting big shots throughout that fourth quarter. So, I mean, just just an overall great team effort from from the players who did play. Um, obviously, limited minutes from Brook Lopez, but I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo with his eight, Giannis with his eight assists. I mean, you love to see it. Uh, that that's what a great great players do. Like I said, and and Chris Middleton, uh, we were we were waiting for that game from him, and and we saw we saw his breakout game uh, at home tonight in the series. So I mean, I'm I'm if I'm the Suns, I'm going back to Phoenix, like Junior said. I do have the Suns winning game five, but there's a reason for concern that what Absolutely. we saw from the Bucks and, and their, you know, their, their, their cast, the, that one-two punch, that's what we saw. So, Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, just real quick, uh, again, want to give a quick shout-out to everyone here that's in our, our, our Spotify room, Jacob, Marcus, uh, Spotify, Teeth, and and. Nico Lee, you know, excuse me if I if I said your name wrong. Uh, we 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 appreciate everyone, all you guys on here, man. We talking about this uh, NBA Finals uh, game four. I'm about to talk about my initial bucks. Uh, my my initial buck thoughts, man. You know, we just talked. We just recently re- wrapped up talking about the Suns. If you guys if you guys just joined us, and you know, I talked about how I felt that. The, the game was was won on the defensive end for both the Suns and, and the Bucks. It wasn't really until until later in in, in the fourth quarter that uh, offensively I saw both teams really break out. Um, one thing that I I, I wanted to, to to bring up with with you guys and talk to you guys about was it really seemed that the Bucks were really struggling out there with that Suns that that Suns zone. You know, the, it seemed that 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 the Suns would 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 switch up from man to zone and they would have, they would, the bucks would play right into their hands and, and, and take, and take these, these wild jumpers. And, and we had Giannis and in the first half shoot, shoot three threes. And, and, you know, there's no excuse. I don't care how open you are. Right. The Bucks are open because they want you to take that shot. So there's no excuse to me. Like to me, Giannis taking a three is a terrible shot. Is a terrible shot. Right now, it's NBA Finals. It's not time to be trying to add things to your bag. It's about doing what doing what you can. The summer, the off season is when you can add things to your bag. Right now, do what you need to do. And 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 I think that when the Suns pulled out this zone against the Bucks, it really shook the Bucks, man, because in the first, in the first half, Giannis was playing a lot, much more, uh, much more off ball, only had 10 points. Uh, to me, you know, I, I, I want to ask you guys, how do you guys feel about this Suns uh, zone that, that they run on the Bucks, And, and how do you feel that the, that the Bucks can break, can break the zone? Let me ask you something really quick before we jump into that. You were talking about not adding things to your bag. We can all agree that Giannis does not have free throw shooting in his bag. And I thought it was interesting because at the end of the game, you saw he was getting fouled and he was passing the ball off. So he doesn't get shooting fouls. He was, they were taking him out in silence every single time. And I'm really curious about that because sure. You don't want to add things to your bags, but man, you should be getting to the line when you can, they're free throws, you know, and he's at home too. So he's not going to have the crowd counting down or any of that stuff. Um, I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that he should have been, you know, passing it off or do you think he should have, you know, as soon as he feels contact, chuck it up and try to get the shots. I, I, I think, I, I think, you know, 
Giannis, you never want Giannis at the free, you never want Giannis at the free throw line. So you you want to do as much as you can to avoid him to get to the free throw line. But you know what, man? Uh, if we look back to, to to game three, he didn't have a horrendous uh, performance at, at at the free throw line. So it, it usually is, you know, when Giannis is home, when people aren't yelling because it. Me and Jay Hill, we've we've talked about this on on multiple occasions. It, it, it's for for Giannis, for Ben Simmons, it's all mental, man. It, it's it's all mental. The free throws. So I, I I think that if you you never want Giannis shooting a free throw, but if you're gonna have him ever shooting a free throw, man, you want him to be at the at the Pfizer form where he he, he, he he's got the people. Yeah, exactly. He's got the fans chilling, man. So in my opinion, you know, to answer your question, though, if you're if you're on the road, you you want to do as much as you can to avoid Giannis to get to the free throw line. But man, if you're in Pfizer Farm, if you're in, in, in how Mike Green likes to call him that deer district, baby, you know, if you're over there in that deer district, you, you got to understand that it's a free shot, man. You got to trust Giannis. It's a free That's shot. It's a, literally a free shot. And, and if the fans are, are rocking behind him and they're quiet and they don't get in his mental we saw last game. Giannis can really can, he can knock him down. I guess at the end of the day, guys, it's a free Let's not shot. Get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I get it. And I'm saying I think he should have been every time that he got fouled, you should have been chucking that ball up and, and and trying to get free throws because you're trading free throws for drawing up a play and having given the Suns an opportunity to draw up a play. So free throws all day. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I, I only want to talk about one other thing, you know, uh, that negatively on, on the Bucks that I, I noticed throughout the game. And again, if you guys have anything else you want to talk about, <clears throat> feel free to, you know, to go ahead and shout it out. Uh, the, but the first thing I want to talk about on a negative, I mean, that the last thing I want to talk about negative from the Bucks is I, I, I saw too many, mi- I saw too many miscommunications on that pick and roll on the Bucks defense, man. And, and regularly, like, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, playing, Playing against a, a playing against any NBA team, man, it, it, it's tough, you know, to a guard to to guard that pick and roll, especially against such a a smart pick and roll player like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul has to go down as one of the greatest, you know, players out of that pick and roll situation. But right now, the Bucks need to understand that that's literally the Suns' number one weapon. Like that's what the Suns are going to. That's what the Suns are going to, and, and, and the Bucks need to be all over that man. The Bucks cannot can, cannot have miscommunications or cannot be cannot uh, miss rotations on these on, on these pick and rolls. And I just saw it way too many times. Did you, did you guys also see that out there, or how do you guys feel about the the Bucks is a miscommunication on these pick and rolls? Genuinely, I feel that they're they're. They had them obviously in this game, but the thing is, it didn't cost them the game. But they need, they do need to obviously be aware of this issue because otherwise, come game six or come game five, rather, they're going to be like, oh, there was no problem, nothing happened, and then just get exposed by it, right? So the Bucks have been doing a good job of exposing certain things from the Suns. They cannot fall into the same trap on their own. So it's a problem, and it didn't bite them this game, but it's something they need to look at so they so they don't get bit next game. Hey, Jay Hill, how do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, just just to highlight what Junior said, um, they they for the most part they defended pretty well. Um, they made a lot of reads. We saw a lot of big plays uh, from Giannis. But I mean, yeah, if they're gonna trade baskets with Phoenix, uh, that's not that's gonna be a recipe for disaster, especially on the road. So those defi- deficient deficiencies defensively, they have to tighten up because those will be exposed definitely on the road in Phoenix. 
Okay. Okay. So do, do you guys have anything that you guys want to add as far as, you know, that, that negatively that you saw on the, on the Bucks end? No. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So let's, <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump over to, you know, the, the, the positives on the Bucks and the, 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 the good things that we saw, I, I want to start on the, the offensive end, you know, the Bucks really played well, you know, they really, they really played as a team. And, and as we've been attributing to most for throughout this uh, podcast, and for those of you guys that are on, on the green room uh, throughout, throughout this live stream, we've been attributing multiple times that the Bucks role players really showed up, man. You know, Pat Compton had 11, Brick Lopez had 13, Drew Holiday had a, a, a vital, vital 13, seven and seven. And, you know, they had 22 team assists. So, so they, 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 they really, they really showed up as a team. You know, that, that, that's the number one thing I want to highlight positively you know, besides Chris Middleton's 40 point gain on, on, on ridiculous, on ridiculous uh, field goal percentage or on ridiculous three point percentage, man. So is there anything that you guys saw that you guys, you know, want to highlight besides, you know, the obvious of Chris Middleton of uh, positives from the Bucks end? No, I mean, yeah. I th- go ahead. Jahil. Yeah. One thing that jumps out right, right away um, for the Bucks is, is getting to the, the way that they got to the free throw line. Uh, they obviously they shot um, seven for twenty nine from the three point line, but getting to the free throw line, they realized that wasn't working for them, especially late in the game. And uh, obviously, there was two timely threes um, from Connaughton and uh, PJ PJ Tucker. But what we saw them doing down the stretch was getting to the free throw line. Uh, Giannis should have had the confidence to shoot those free throws, but. For the rest of the way, I mean, 82 percent, uh, 24 for 29 at the free throw line. That's a great percentage, and I think uh, that can only help them, especially on the road, shooting those uh, shooting those free throws. And funny, oddly enough, obviously, Junior and I thought that you know the Suns were getting favorable calls uh, for, for in terms of fouls, but they only shot 19 free throws to the Bucks 29. So that's that's a bit of a discrepancy there, uh, you know of 10 free throws. So that's a big, you know, key for the, for the bucks offensively. Yeah. I think what the sun's cause was more the timing and the magnitude of them, right? Like Booker not getting his sixth foul with four and a half minutes to go is incredibly helpful to them. So I think it's more, more, more of the timing of those, of those calls. But I mean, as far as me touch on the positives of the sun's, you know, I've kind of, of the bucks rather, I, you know, I've, I've touched on some of them already and I, and I, just kind of stand by that. I think it was a good team performance overall, but topped off with a great individual performance by 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 Drew Holiday and a pretty good performance by Yann and a huge block at the end, right on on DeAndre Aiden. So it's just I let's say they both had very very good games. Okay, definitely. So you know, as we wrap up here with the with the Bucks and as we did with the Suns. Let's let me ask you guys. You know, again, you guys can go on. Go ahead and feel free to go into a long, elaborate. <clears throat> response or a couple of a couple of things that you feel that the Bucks should focus on you know coming into the, coming into this game five uh, I, I can go ahead and and, uh, and kick it off for us you know the number one thing that I think that they should focus on is definitely you know Junior like how you mentioned uh, nip that at, nip that that pick and roll miscommunication problem at the bud man because you just realistically can't expect a great uh, Hall of Famer point guard like Chris Paul to have another five turnover game you can't expect him to have another eight you know a, a, another eight point game and I think that the Bucks need to just continue to play as a team, man. You know, play as a team and and continue to get huge contribute contribute contributions or whatever however you say that word from 
the 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 role players you know from 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 players like Brooke from players like Pat Connaughton and 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 Drew and Drew Holiday so Junior Jay Hill what do you guys feel is is the you know the the number one way for for, for the, the number one thing that the Bucks should focus on coming into Game Five uh, yeah go ahead Jay Hill you got it uh, for for the Bucks I think uh, definitely. Is keeping the turnovers down. Uh, I already mentioned the free throws. Keep getting to the free throw line. Uh, don't live or live or die by the three. And is keeping those turnovers. Especially, it's great that they did that at home tonight. But if they can do that same, repeat that same effort at on the road, um, that's a winning recipe right there, right away. And you know, if they continue to get to the paint, draw those fouls. Giannis keeps drawing those fouls and looking to dish when you know he feels that he's stressed and won't be able to get a good shot off at the rim, which we saw him doing in the second half, getting his teammates involved, giving that confidence to the role players, especially on the road, uh, that would be a key, key uh, factor for them, being able to come away, come back to uh, Milwaukee with three. Man, that'd be huge. I mean, no, Jay Hill hit it. Like, that's it. I, that, that. They need that confidence. They need to be able to get, you know, solid contributions from their players. And, you know, one thing, to, I guess, to add on top of that is just continuing to exploit, you know, whatever it is, a weakness, quote unquote, from the Suns and continue to exploit that. So far, we've noticed, you know, it's neutralize DeAndre Aiden, keep their stars in foul trouble, you know, and it's and there could be something new that we don't even know that happens, you know, next time. But it's just kind of exploiting that force Chris Paul into turnovers, things, things of the sort, you know, force them to have to go to campaign because, you know, campaign's not going to give you what Chris Paul gives you, right? Force them to have to use, you know, more of the bench players because they used three today, right? So, so it's just kind of forcing them into situations that they're not, you know, comfortable in because, I mean, the Bucks have been on top of the East. Like I said this before we even started the playoffs, they've been on top of the East for what, the past three years, as in, like, they have been the best team during the regular season, but they haven't done much in the playoffs. So they have experience being there. And the Suns, I mean, it's all it's all new to them. You know what I mean? So there's there's going to be some things that as far as inexperience that that I think the Suns might trip up on. And it's up to, you know, Bolton Hoser and the Bucks to be able to, to exploit that and take advantage of that. Interesting enough, though, nobody in this on either roster has been to the finals except for Jay Crowder. So that's pretty interesting. This is actually we're going to get very, very like all new winners. I mean, actually, and nobody's won a final that's playing, actually, because you're kind of lost because he was only in it last year. So it's it's uh, it's actually interesting to see. But uh, but anyway, it's just about exploiting, you know, whether the fact that the Suns are not only inexperienced in this position, but they're a young team, right? Like D-Book is 25, I think, 24, 25. DeAndre Aiden is probably like 23. I mean, it's only really CP3 that's got that experience. But then again, on the Bucks. It's not like they're also overflowing with experience, right? I mean, I think probably Brooke Lopez is their uh, is their most experienced player, and he's what, what kind of you know the experience he has. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, it's winning thirty games a season with the Lakers, so it's not quite like being in the NBA Finals. So I, I do I do think that it's up to the Bucks to try to exploit as much as they can out of the Suns, and that, the Suns will be looking to do the same thing. Definitely, definitely, man. So, you know, I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm happy that, you know, we all got our takeaways here that, that we think that 
both the Suns and the Bucks should, should should really look forward to. And and I'm I'm happy you know we were able to just have this this great conversation and talk about talk about this game four. And I'm I'm really looking forward to this game five, man. I, I, I'm I'm interested. Uh, all, all of us have have Suns winning this game five, correct? Yeah, I mean yeah. the confidence okay. level is debatable, but I do have the Suns winning it. I got okay. the Suns coming back home. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right, so we all got the we all got the Suns taking it back home. So, you know what, man? Uh, I think this is a good place for us to go ahead and, and you know and and go ahead and end this podcast. Uh, but before we go ahead and end, and I do want to open up the floor to everyone on in the Spotify green room chat right now. We do have Mark. We do have Marcus, uh, Oscar, John, Danny, and uh, Yank. Yannick, Yannick, I you know I, I don't know if I mispronounce your name. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and uh, um, write any questions that you guys have for us regarding the NBA, regarding the playoffs, if you guys want to go ahead and just add it into the uh, into the chat, and we will go ahead and, and and answer your questions freely. So we'll go ahead and open up the floor for you guys if you guys want to do that. Hey, uh, hey, Lakers, uh, we'll, uh, we we have just. We've just we've just opened up the floor, Lakers, uh, for any questions. So uh, if you could please uh, uh, hit the chat and, and write any questions that you have about this NBA Finals game four takeaways or a- any questions that you have about uh, the NBA season that, that that's been going on so far. So um, appreciate it if any any of you guys could ju- go ahead and drop a question there. And if you guys don't have any questions, then uh, we'll go. Then we we will we'll wait a little bit, but. Uh, we still got our our guest of player episode to get to, man. <laughs> so well, we can get know, to that. We can get to that, and if the questions come in, we can get to the questions too. But, okay, okay, um, okay. Here, Jenner, do you want to go ahead and, and check that out? Uh, check that out. What, what Lakers champ just said to us in the, in the group chat? Yeah, he just said career forty point games in the NBA Finals and dropped some stats. It's actually pretty interesting. Middleton's got one in four games. Durant one in fifteen games. I mean, I haven't listed all all off, but yeah, pretty interesting. Kobe's got one. Yeah, I mean, Middleton was doing work, man. Middleton was doing work today, and that's pretty awesome. I wonder how many book has because yeah, I mean, well, like Lakers wait, fans, wait. That's, that's, yeah, that's a big company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a big company for sure. Absolutely, uh, that's yeah, definitely that's something. Definitely happen, right? Giannis has got at least two, right? Yeah. Yeah, Giannis has yeah, got, Giannis two, got two this this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the only finals he's been to. So Giannis and, yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. Giannis at two. That's okay. interesting. Man, I mean, that's crazy. He booked tonight. He booked tonight. Tonight on that L. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, we, we, we appreciate hey, but that. Yeah, no, he said those about Benetton, but that's yeah, true. Benetton did his thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, okay. middle than this thing tonight. We'll see if he's going to be able to keep that up, though, because I'd love to see that. I'd love to see, you know, it's Middleton absolutely true. Yeah. Food, if Middleton food. doesn't have that ending to the fourth, they don't win that game. So absolutely that, not. That's he carry that. Best player for sure. Best player on this game for sure. Not even close. Better than D Book, too. We, hey, we've been saying Chris, Chris Middleton. Win. Chris Middleton, the closer. Yes, sir. Chris hey, but he's, he, he needs to get a couple of bangs from, uh, from Mike Breen, like Pat Connaughton. <laughs> we need eight Lakers champs, man. See if you can get us a bang statistics here. How many bangs uh Conson <laughs> got? Because he's gotta be Steph, he's gotta be Steph Curry range by now. Because I know Steph Curry is responsible for a couple of them. Probably the mm-hmm. most iconic ones. Definitely the most iconic ones. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, so guys, again, if, for those of you guys that are, that, that are in the, in, in the green room, um, who, oh, oh, Danny asked this question here. Who do, who do we got in game five? Danny, uh, we all, we all have, uh, sons. Jen, just want to confirm my guys here. Barely. I do yeah. Sons, sons all the way going back home. But I do, no, yeah. no repeat performance from CP. I got, we got sons. Oh, sons in seven Lakers champ. That's how you feeling. <laughs> Man, okay. I got, I got, I got to, st- I got to stick with, I got to stick with my guns. I still got bucks and seven. Bucks and CP three for MVP. Okay, MVP that's a bull MVP. take. Okay. You know what, guys? Uh, and you know, Lakers champ and 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 my guys over here, Jay Hill and Jenner. We we definitely got to get a um a MVP, a Finals MVP race uh, episode up. You know, for the fans. So that 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 that'll be a definitely you know some that we could we could talk about. Um, for everyone here on the on, on the Spotify groom, uh, if you guys are on social media, you know, on uh, Instagram or on TikTok or on Twitter, make sure to go follow us. It's at Clutch Talk One, at Clutch Talk, and the number one. Uh, we are we're always dropping episode updates and and everything on there. Again, uh, I'll, the floor is open for any questions here. If you guys want to ask any questions here in the green room, but uh, if you guys do, go ahead and just just hit the group chat. In the meantime. We we can get to our round one of the guest of player trivia, unless any Let's fans, you know, Marcus, uh, Oscar, John, and Danny, unless you guys have any other questions, the floor is still open. So uh, go ahead and. Uh, it's add, always going to be open. We're, we're I mean, we're going to do our segments here, but it's always going to be open. If you guys have any questions, we appreciate you guys staying on. Um, so absolutely, you know, if have any questions, ask away. Yes, yes. All right. All right. Hey, Jay Hill, you ready to, to, to retire it up? Let's go. Redemption time. <laughs> to one right now, though. Oh, my guys, I've been Going thinking about back. this all day, y'all. Y'all have no idea uh, for real. All right, let's do this, y'all. All right. You want to explain them the trivia real quick, John? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Let me let, let, let me explain the trivia um, for everyone in the in, in Spotify room and, and anyone who did not listen to our, our, our last podcast. In our last podcast, um, we, we introduced our new closing segment called Guess the Player, where I list uh, I list a couple of uh, achievements and accomplishments and or, or teams that, that that this player has has played for. And, and I, I list them and I tell them what year it, it, it happens. Uh, not every time I tell them what year because sometimes that gives it right away and they basically have to guess who is the player and there's three players so you got it there's got to be a winner each week and last last week Jenner took home the dub uh on a very controversial call but we're what <laughs> we're Tracy gonna... McGrady very no, no, no. That that first call, uh, oh, Jay Hill, was a little bit controversial about that one, but it's okay. Jenner took the took took uh, the win on last week. So, Jenner, are you? Do you think you're gonna take this week's uh, win or absolutely. what? Absolutely, absolutely. Let's do this. All right, let's see, let's see, man. So, are we ready for redemption time? Let's get it. Welcome it. everyone uh, in Spotify, Groom, and uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. We love you guys, man. Welcome to our closing segment, Guess the Player. All right, guys. This Our first player is a five-time champion. He is a – oh, sorry. You all, uh, my guys know this. Jay Hill and Jenner know this, but everyone that's listening, you only have two – You got my guys only have two guesses. You can't just keep guessing okay. two guesses, okay. and then that's over. All right, the first player is a five-time champion. He's a two-time MVP He's a three-time. Nope, Jenner, you got one chance left. All right. He's a three-time Finals MVP. 
He's a 15 time so all right? What? I get my guess before Junior gets his second, right? Uh, I mean, I, I, we have never instated a rule about when the guesses go, but it, it, yes, we can. We, we can. we can instate that rule. We can nah, because then rule. I would have got the Westbrook one last last episode. Okay, 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 okay. Let, let, let's let's instate that rule. I like that rule. I like that rule. You you mm-hmm. you get one before Junior gets one. Junior just did his, but in mm-hmm. the same round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's just, true. If I, if that's I, if true. Because because if, if he he can give you, I'm gonna give you more hints. It the same round that Junior g- gives one up. You, you gotta get to one go. up, Jay. No, he doesn't have to, but like, but when a new round starts, like I can't say like Magic Johnson and say Kareem right after, right? Like, right. I gotta, like, I gotta say like Magic Johnson, and then you get a shot, and then if you don't say nothing, then we move on to another round, and then anybody can talk again. Nah, guys, nah, 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 nah. guys, guys, that, nah, because I, I did that last time. I did that last time. Like James Harden, and then you're like Russell Westbrook. Okay, okay, I got you. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we the the the, right. the way we run it. The way we run it is you get a guess. You, you, you get a guess, and then you you only get two guesses. You only get two guesses. Yeah. Go. Uh, you can you can you can you can shout them out, but you only get two guesses. Okay. 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 You okay. can shout them out as you go. You can say you can say both right and right after each other, but you only get two guesses. Okay. But okay. but, but now J- can I guess? Jay Hill. Good last God, time we didn't. Last time we didn't didn't know we were getting two guesses. When we did the Westbrook one. So can I guess now? Or do I have to wait wow. for Jay Okay. No, so, you could guess. You could guess. So we like the rest right now. We like. Oh, people, that's people. crazy, that's Jay. Foul. We didn't see it. We didn't see it. All right. All right. That's good. That's crazy. I don't need it. Don't need it. Hey, Toby, uh, just join the Spotify group. We're, we, the, the floor is open up for any questions here uh, about the NBA finals. Hey, Dylan, uh, just join the Spotify group. The floor is open for any questions here. We're uh, our clo- doing our closing segment here on the podcast called, called Guess the Player. Uh, go, right. let's get, let's get back to it. I'm going to start this player over. Junior, you, you've already said one though. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Let's do this. I'm starting it over for that, for this uh-huh. first player. He's a five-time champion. He's a two-time NBA MVP. Yes. Jay. For the next guess, right? No, you did. You just say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next player. Next player. Our next player is a, NBA scoring leader of in the year of 2013. He's a 10-time NBA All-Star. Kevin Durant. No. Junior, you only got one guest left. All right, all right. Hold on. So before before you keep going, I can't say nothing else now. When you give the next guess, can I talk or is it do I have to wait for Jay Hill? Yeah, you can talk. Okay. You can in, in 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 my yeah, in the in the rule yeah. book that I right. I have. You can just yeah. say it. You can you can waste okay. yours right in the first one or in the last one. It's up to okay. you. Okay. But I only okay. have one more guess. You only have one more guess, and Jay Hill still Got has it. two more guesses. Got it. He's a he's he's won gold three times in the Olympics. Carmelo Anthony. Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Jay Hill's dialed in on that one. I, hey, I knew hey, I Jenner, I'm not That's gonna lie fair. to you. I knew Jay Hill is gonna get this one. I knew Jay Hill because if I if if we didn't get it on that, I was gonna say he's a 2003 NCAA champion, and I knew you weren't gonna know that. You know, I knew Jay Hill would have known that. <laughs> all right, all right, guys, all right. So it's one one. This all is right. the last player. Okay, I want to make rules absolutely clear, guys. Okay, look, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna say when this guy was drafted, 
I'm going to talk about the team that he went to, okay? And then I'm going to talk about the team. Well, I'm going to tell you the team he went to, he got drafted to, the team he got traded to, and I'm going to tell you some accolades, okay? I'm telling you right now, everyone gets two guesses. You can shout a guess whenever you want. Ain't no rules. Yeah, If you want to say freaking Michael Jordan, LeBron James, right away, go ahead. But that's yeah. a, then, and then you can't guess anymore, and the other player can wait all the hints and guess. So yeah. play as you wish. That's the rules, okay? okay. Here it is. Here's the final player, okay? Hey, Ed, uh, just want to open up the uh, open up the floor. This is our uh, last closing uh, closing segment here on the uh, on the on Clutch Talk podcast. Uh, we're doing a guest a player, but Ed, just want to let you know the floor is open for any questions you got here for the NBA. Last player, guys, let's go ahead and get into this, okay? He was drafted in 85. He was the first round fifth pick to the 76ers. And then he got traded to the Houston Rockets. He's a 11-time NBA All-Star. Charles Barkley? Yes. Jay. <laughs> Hey, yes, I explain. <laughs> Jay, now you down 2 0 now, Jay. Man. Jay, you down 2 0 right now in the week. Junior just took both weeks. Man. Over. Man, you know, as soon, questionable as, calls. Questionable as, calls. As, as soon as you said, as soon as you said Sixers, I was like, okay, it's probably Charles Barkley, right? And then you said Houston Because if, if it wasn't Charles Barkley, bro, I probably would not have known. <laughs> <laughs> man that's crazy so junior takes home the first two weeks of of, of guest the player jay hill man i'm not gonna lie you got some catching up to do jay hill um i still believe in you though jay don't let junior don't let junior take this take this dub two weeks in a row nah it's all good i mean we're gonna bounce back we got uh we got the you know favors not in our in our balance um Questionable cause, but we'll, we'll deal with that. We're, we're not gonna let the rest or anything anyone determine outcome. We just got the, the Shaq interview. You know the Shaq interview. We, did, we just gotta, I don't give a shit. Just gotta <laughs> roll with the punches, right? So, so yeah, oh my we gonna come back though. Gotta come back. I'm not worried. All right, Jay. I, hey, Jay. I, 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 I want to see it. So, guys, um, this was this was the NBA Finals uh, game four takeaways uh, for everyone that is in our Spotify room: Marcus, John, Danny, and uh, uh, Bappi. You know, I believe I believe that's your name from mispronouncing and I'm, I'm sorry about that uh i'm gonna thank all of you guys you know that that, that has been in the spotify group this has been very 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 fun uh for all you guys uh that just that are in the spotify room and ken uh just joining uh appreciate everyone pr- appreciate everyone here joining make sure you guys go follow us uh on instagram on twitter and and tiktok it is at clutch talk one uh, we we post all episode updates on there when we're gonna drop episodes oh NBA trivia and all that maybe Jay Hill can go study some NBA trivia <laughs> because now he's down 2-0 in in the guest of player man but uh but anyway everyone in the Spotify group man thank you guys very much Jenner and Jay Hill you guys got any last words for the fans nah just appreciate everybody coming on staying on and I give a, a big shout out to uh, to Marcus, John, and Danny. They've been on for a long, long time. So appreciate you all being on. And uh, and for Ken, too, for jumping on. So I appreciate everybody. And, um, yeah, I mean, just thank you all. And excited to, you know, get look for, looking forward to game five now. Man, looking forward. Jay Hill, you got any last words for the, for the fans? 
Yeah, uh, thanks everyone for coming on. Uh, this was great. And obviously, in terms of the series, we're going back to, to Phoenix 2-2. Uh, this is a huge game coming up. So I'm excited for that, man. Whoever takes that decisive game five, we always look at that game five as one of the most important in the series because it's a 2-2, especially in a 2-2 series. So, uh, yeah, look, just looking forward to that, man, and, and seeing who steps up for each team and will those role players step up on on the road uh, for the Bucks. Who can win that? Will the Bucks be the first team to win on the road or will the Suns, you know, take care of business on on their home court? We'll see. We'll man, see what happens we, we will see, man. This game five is definitely going to be one to watch. So as always, everyone, while everyone listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whether you're tuned in on YouTube, man, thank you guys very much. We love and appreciate every single one of you guys. All of you guys on Spotify Graham, we appreciate all of you guys. And for future episodes, we will always be on Spotify Graham. So get at us. It is at Clutch Talk. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave us a ranking on, on Apple Podcasts. We love you guys. And I'm just so excited for this NBA Finals Game 5, baby. So that's it. We out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk out.